Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today is an episode with me and a special guest and new friend, Kari Davis. Kari Davis is a holistic life coach, self and soul care coach, young widow remarried to her soulmate. She's a mom of three, stepmom of two, and founder of thewellteam.com. She understands what moms are going through when it comes to overwhelm, anxiety, getting through really tough and even traumatic times. And her mission is to encourage you in all things, natural wellness, soul care, and self-care. I absolutely love Kari's podcast called The Well. If you search or you could check it out in the show notes, but Kari came on to the podcast originally to talk about oils and supporting your hormones with oils. But the conversation, so we start the podcast talking about that, but we really end the podcast with hearing a lot of Kari's story and her wisdom and really digging into the holistic woman that she is. Because as I, Kari reached out to me about being a guest on the show, you guys, just being honest and transparent here. And I was like, yeah, this sounds great. We're doing a podcast swap. But I subscribed to her show as like education and investigation on the person that was going to be coming into my podcast. So I got to know a little bit about her and I have been obsessed with her episodes ever since her story, her faith, her redemption, her trust, Um, Her resiliency really inspires me in so many ways. So I hope you enjoy this conversation of Kari and myself talking about all all the things we bop around from topic to topic to topic. So I think you guys are going to love this. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. All right, my friends, welcome to the episode and welcome Kari to Feminine Fitness Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a huge fan of the show. You've taught me so much. I know you guys are going to absolutely love and adore her because I have gone to her podcast and binge listened so many episodes. For those of you who are all about faith and wellness and well-roundedness as a mom and a wife and a businesswoman or career woman or just a woman that's got a lot on her plate, I truly feel so refreshed after listening to every single one of Kari's episodes. So Kari, why don't you introduce yourself, a little bit of your story and what you do to the ladies here with us today? Yes. So I am, my name is Kari. Think of a car. I, (laughs) I always tease people. Did I say it wrong? No, you said it right. I was like, oh my gosh, she's just saying 
No, it's just, um, it's just a funny thing about me, I think, because I answer to both names, Carrie and Kari, but it is Kari. And I am a mom of five kids. I live in Naples, Florida, and I was widowed at 38 years old. And so I love helping women who feel depleted either from a life experience or just being a mom or a business owner that have quit taking care of themselves, lost their purpose, aren't dreaming anymore. I love to help women get rid of toxic products in their homes, live more naturally so that their body can serve them better and also get rid of those toxic thoughts that stop them from really designing a life that they love rather than just going through the motions. And so I'm adding your cycle syncing into my self-care plans for women because that's what I'm all about is just listening to your body and putting real, true, good things in so that your body can serve you, especially when you've gone through a really hard time. Absolutely. And man, the more I've learned about the scientific stuff about hormones, the toxic things in our that are in our everyday products and how they they truly also do hinder and impact and create hormonal imbalances and by doing some small shifts using things that like oils that are more natural and non-toxic that alone can make a big difference in hormonal shifts like excess s a lot of um things like laundry detergents, hair care products, makeup cause and can cause an imbalance with estrogen. And so I know sometimes it can feel really daunting for ladies to be like, oh my God, look at all this stuff I have in my house and I want to use it up, but I want to start having some more um, natural products that are better for me, myself and my families, whether it's you're concerned about hormonal toxin or environmental toxins or hormonal imbalances. What are some, what's a piece of advice of where to start for ladies in your opinion? Yeah, so I really recommend people start slow. Um, I do recommend pulling everything though. Um, This sounds maybe a little bit scary, but start with your cleaning supplies because I think that, especially when we have kids, if you are worried about your kids, you know, getting underneath your kitchen sink, then why are you spraying them all over your counters? right? So just gathering up those cleaning supplies. A lot of the times, if you look at the labels, they're not even going to tell you the ingredients. You have to go on the website to find it Mm -hmm. and just start with them, put it all outside and just make a multi-purpose cleaner with a couple essential oils. That's all that a lot of the natural products that you buy at the store for $7.99, you can make them for like $1.20, including the bottle. So (laughs) just make some natural cleaning supplies to spray on your counters and just start with a couple cleaning supplies at a time. Um, so that is maybe, that's where I started. Maybe I, I think that's such a good place to start. Yes. Your cleaning supplies. That was the only reason that I got into essential oils, to be honest. I was kind of a clean freak, especially when I was home with kids all day. And it just dawned on me that I was spraying all of these chemicals around my house and calling it clean. And especially when I had a daughter and I learned about the endocrine disruptors in Mm. a lot of fragrance and a lot of cleaning supplies, I really cut a lot all at once, but I don't recommend doing that. Um, Maybe the first place to start, I'm going to change my mind, is to 
this isn't the most popular thing, but to get rid of your plugins, your wax burners and your candles and be diffusing essential oils. The air. Yeah. Cleaning up the air quality. I agree. Those, I think those are really two great places to start. And for ladies listening, think about the one that probably impacts you the most. For me, I was never really like a candle or my mom's an insurance agent. She she was always like, don't have the plugins. They cause so many like house fires and things fires and things and so i never really had those but that is something where when i go into somebody's house that has heavy fragrant fragrances i'm just like whoa and so depending on what is more in your day-to-day would be a really good place to be like okay well this is a good place to start for me right well, yeah. And I was the same way. I get the worst headache going by those super fragrancy stores at the mall. <laughs> I take the really long way around the, around the hallway <laughs> and I didn't wear a lot of perfume. I was just really affected by the scents. And so I thought that there was just something wrong with me until I learned that synthetic fragrance that your brain just cannot process them. It doesn't know what to do with what you're putting in your body. Um, A lot of the things with the toxins too, is that your body is going to try to protect you from it and will wrap it in lipids and stick it in fat cells in your body to protect you from it. So when you start to see, um, when you start to replace a lot of the stuff in your home and detoxify naturally, you'll even see some weight loss. And so there's a lot of benefit really, really quickly of just replacing fragrances and, and cleaning supplies. And your house can still smell good, you know? You can even pick a signature scent, um, get together with an essential oil person and and make a little concoction for a room spray or for, you know, you can even put baking soda and essential oils and sprinkle it before you vacuum. You can still have a good smelling house without all of the chemicals. Chemicals do not mean clean and they are, they wreak havoc on our hormones. Yeah, and oh my gosh, those those two things. I know I do make, uh, I call it my linen spray, but it's really just our good quality water. And I have some drops of lavender in there or whatever else that I'm feeling when I'm going to spice it up, but it's majority lavender. And I'll even go into like the boys' room and just like spritz it over, like kind of spritz wave it over their beds. I love when I am like in stress mode, if it's a circumstantial stress or if it's just like a lot is going on mentally, I'll spray it on my pillow and my side of the bed specifically before I crawl in, before I go to bed. But I love that idea with a carpet sprinkle. And you guys have to go follow Kari on Instagram. Her Instagram is so cool. And I love that you share a lot of these like little ways where if you guys do invest invest in oils there's a lot of different ways to multi-purpose them from diffusing and i i used to think too you guys like i'm not gonna make these like little oil concoction products but once you get like one of the kits or you have a lot of oils that you've collected over time because a little goes a long way when it comes to quality oils 
you start finding like different fun ways to use them. And now I, I just love refreshing our home specifically with lavender. And I just had the idea of asking you, you know, when it comes to syncing with our cycle and how we can use some oils, most, mostly for like aromatherapy, what are a, a lot of those oils that could support ladies when it comes to high stress and or low energy? Like I'm thinking late luteal. You're just not feeling like you've got the vibe going on in life. What are some oils that would be really supportive of increasing energy, um, positivity, mood, and emotion during a phase like late luteal and menstrual? Yeah, late luteal menstrual, you need to get out your women's hormone balancing oils. They are magical. I have a lot of women that have said that it has gotten through, gotten them through with their marriage, um, but they, they truly balance your hormones. So oils like ylang ylang and clary sage, especially during late luteal and menstrual phase, are going to be balancing the actual hormones. Um, but for, there's also really great the, the, the awesome part about plants is that you can kind of think of where it actually grows on the plant and that's going to help you know how it helps with your emotions. Mm. So flowers and mints grow really high on the, on the trees or on the plants. They grow high. They make you feel happier. Spices and like cinnamon and clove are going to kind of give you some more spice to life. And then the trees with really root, deep root systems are going to help you feel grounded. So that's a really good way of kind of picking which plants you might like. And then, and then a lot of the essential oil companies, especially the good ones that have therapeutic grade oils, will blend some different parts of, of the plant to really give you an overall grounding for your emotions. So a favorite of mine with doTERRA is adaptive. It is so great for calming your emotions, for also helping you focus. So that would be really, really great that time of the year. Um, right here on my desk too, I have balance, which is another tree oil. So it just helps you feel grounded, lowers your cortisol level and brings you that relaxation. Um, but when you brought up your lavender spray, um, also don't, don't forget that you're doing it for a relaxation, but there's also antimicrobial and antihistamine properties in that oil. So you're actually, you're doing great things for actually cleaning also. Anytime you're, you're, diffusing or spraying essential oils, their side benefits rather than side effects that we have in so many other things. Oh my gosh. You guys can't see my face because <laughs> we're on zoom, but she, Kari can see my face. And I was just like, what? There's so many, like so many other things. And I started with oils with a lot of the blends, like you just talked about with like mm -hmm. your balance one where it's a lot of oils in one already. And I think if somebody listening is so hesitant to be like, okay, really? Really? Yeah. That's how um, we all started. <laughs> yeah. Every <laughs> serious, serious. I was like, come on, stop it. Yeah, even my best friend messaged me the other day. She's like, so I'm starting to get into oils. And I'm like, girl, like everybody starts with like thinking like the oil ladies are crazy. And then once you bring it in and you're just like, wow, these really do have positive impact, positive support with whatever it is that you're struggling with. I mean, I 
I personally love lavender so much because I do tend to love to diffuse it, put it into my glass spray bottles and, and things like that. But having ones that are like balanced and other ones that are very already blended are really great too. And I will leave Kari's information. So if you have the one, like if you're just getting started, if you have the one area where you're like, I want to clean up the cleaning situation, the cleaning products, or I need, I know I need to start eliminating the, the smellies in my house, but I want to start, I want to have my house smell good. You can reach out to Kari and she will help guide you and get started with what will be the best fit for you to get started with. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and you don't have to do all of the things, you know, some people just start diffusing. Some people are, are looking for more of the medicinal, you know, therapeutic oils that are going to help with respiratory support or digestive support. But it's so, it's so faith strengthening to think that God did not leave us stranded and that these are all just plants. This isn't some weird thing that is a new thing. This is an old thing. They don't have Walgreens at th in third world countries. Um, and so for me, learning about plants was just, it was, it made me feel so loved when I first looked up all the different plant families and saw the big master plan of plants. I was like, this is how I want to support my family. This is just, it supports my hormones. It brings balance to all systems of the body rather than just rushing in and plowing through the way that a lot of drugs do. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, we're going to, we've been talking a lot about oils, but it just literally came to my mind. Kari has a great episode on uh, frankincense and myrrh that were brought to Jesus and why. That was a really awesome podcast episode. We'll make sure to link that up too. But as you're talking and as I know your story of becoming a widow and a lot of struggles that you've been through in life personally with betrayal and anxiousness and, and all of that, I really like what comes to mind as I'm wanting to divert this conversation from oils is the Proverbs 31 woman. Because mm -hmm. when I, every time I study her, I'm like, girl is resourceful. She is resilient. She gets through a lot of different things. She can do a lot of different things. She is aware. And I also am going to listen. You guys, when I say I listen to Kari's podcast, I listen to Kari's podcast because I'm like, okay, I need to listen to the one on finance that you guys have because the Proverbs 31 woman wasn't just a passive woman. And I really do think what you're doing on your podcast and within your oil business and all of the like other aspects that you're doing to help and support women, you really are bringing empowerment to being a Christian female. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes within the Christian female culture, it's like, let your husband lead, let him do this. He's the one who's in charge. And that can kind of lead us women as feeling like us as a person is dismissed. Like we're a sidebar and there's a lot, there's a lot that we have to take care of. Just like the Proverbs 31 woman, she had a lot on her plate, right? <laughs> like she had mm -hmm. a lot on her plate with all that she was doing. And so do you want to kind of explain, or as I kind of ranted on that, what kind of came through in your mindset on the mission that you have 
with what you're doing, with all the different components that you are putting out into the world right now of your podcast and your oils business and, and the tips and advice that you are bringing to women today. Oh, well, thank you. That was the sweetest compliment ever. Um, I just think that women are not just not just stress, don't just have anxiety, but I think that we've been pulled in so many directions. Um, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but like we're the Pinterest mom generation where we just feel so stretched at all times. And I think that we've completely, we're getting it back a little bit because self-care is definitely a buzzword, but we are, I think we need permission to take care of ourselves, like true taking care of ourselves, not going to get our nails done or to get a massage, but to actually rest in a way that we are more focused on what God has for us than what the world tells us that we have to be or that we have to do or that we have to measure up to. And for me, just the reason why I have the business that I have is because he has provided so many gifts for us. And if we just focus on what's real rather than what's fake and what's made by nature rather than what is made in a factory and what his word says rather than what the world says, and if we just start to measure things based on his provision and his grace for us, it is just a complete game changer. The 31, Proverbs 31 woman is something that I think we, we try to live up to, but we also don't say enough that she was just saved by grace also. Mm-hmm. You know, she, even if everything would have fallen apart and she wouldn't have done everything that she did, um, her family didn't call her blessed or I forget all the parts. She wasn't up early in the morning or that truly God's grace is really all that can sustain us. And I just think that people need good news. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go on that self-care tangent? It has been on my mind so much to even talk about it on the podcast. And I was like, I'm going to make it into its whole standalone episode, which I may still might, but to talk about that, our generation, I was talking about this with my mom and my grandma, who's 91. She's amazing. If anybody is the proverb 31 woman in this world is my grandma. She is just the (laughs) bomb.com, but she's the, the cutest little thing. And I was like, talking to them and I'm like, you know, my generation sees getting your nails done, getting your hair done, (laughs) going to the dentist as taking time for yourself and self-care. And like, that's going to be what fills your cup. And that's what restores you to my mom and to my grandma. Those types of things are just maintenance. Like my grandma's generation went to the hair salon you know, like they made less than we do. They were like, uh, they, my grandma, weekly, like weekly, right? weekly. their hair rolled. Yeah. It was like, it was just something that they did for maintenance, not for restoration and sustainability. It, what was the true self care was for the soul. And you said that on your self care podcast is it's not just like get my nails done, take a bumble bath. You've got to think about what is really going to restore your heart, your mind, your body, your relationship with the, our true source, like our Lord and Savior, your faith, wherever you're at with your walk in your faith. What is truly going to nourish and restore you? And the I think the self-care 
wave that's going on right now is fickle things. I don't think a woman should go get her hair done and be like, I took time for myself, self-care. Like that is kind of hygiene and (laughs) hygiene is not self-care. Like, yeah, you'll, you'll feel good afterwards, but that's because you're a human and you need to be bathed and washed and maintenance. And if your hair, if you want your hair freshened up, get your hair freshened up. Right. But what is truly going to restore your heart. And I did a really cool, oh my gosh, Kari, I would love for you to be a part of this next year with Horatio Printing. I know you're a Steph Gas fan. So if you're familiar with their Dreamer Summit, but she had us really do a quality heart check and self-care strategy. And it walked us through certain things like what God says about restoring your heart. And a lot of it isn't self servicing. It's who are you praying for? Who are you like, what kind of service are you going to be involved with? How are you going to help and support others? Because the world is just like, has, oh, well, take care of yourself and do the, do all these things for you, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but when it's centered in, it's all about me. I think that's where you start chasing this constant like drainage of what's going on within your mind and your heart. But when you center yourself in mission and purpose and people, life feels more fulfilling, which is restorative and self-care from a heart standpoint. Well, and that's what... That's what, as women, when we actually take time to be mindful and to have quiet time, that's where our heart goes. It goes to the people that we love. It goes to the people that we want to serve. We very rarely are sitting, you know, having beauty treatments and not thinking about anyone else. So it is what we naturally do, especially as women of faith. But my goal is for women just to stop long enough to be able to listen to God's voice. Cause I just think when we're on social media and going, going, going and trying to just not keep up with the next person, but just to kind of have this inner competition with ourselves. I think that's when we drown out that still small voice of when we can actually think enough to pray for other people and to think of how we can serve others. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so like the self-care, that self-love and restoring and taking time for yourself, all of those things are, are good and well, but is that ultimately those things going to sustain your joy, your restoration, your like inner peace, which I think a lot of people are really, really seeking from outside things And I personally think like, even as somebody who loves her workouts and loves to get her hair done, I know that if I eliminate those things, but if I keep my heart and soul centered in what is really going to matter, what really restores me, what really gives me life and purpose, those fickle things are like sprinkles on top of a really awesome cupcake, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing that, that is really necessary though, as part of self-care is, is talking to a coach or to a therapist or to somebody about eliminating toxic thoughts. Cause I think that there's 
a lot of hurts and hangups with people, things that were said, things that they've come to believe about themselves or about God, that I think that's what stops that, that mission mindedness because they're, they're really not dreaming because they've been told a false narrative about themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, and whenever your brain tells yourself a story, you'll just constantly look for proof of that, or you'll constantly see proof of that. I, when I was a new mom, I was always constantly looking at, like, I was telling myself the story of, I am like, I am so impatient. I am so impatient. I snap at my kids all the time. I lose my temper. And then I would feel really bad because I'm like, they're little, like they're, they're acting accordingly to little kids. But it really wasn't until I became a conscious and aware that my brain was collecting and depositing all of the times I was dropping the ball. But then when I was like, I worked with somebody that helped me realize that narrative. And it was like every day I had to write three in three ways, how I showed up as the mom that I wanted to be. And the first day was so hard to be like, um, okay, three, I showed up these three ways of how I really do. And like, I validate myself as a good mom by those three things. And then it became like, well, I could point out five things. And then I was starting to notice all of the ways of how I was as a mom and how I was doing such a good job. And I really didn't change a lot of the behavior. It was really a lot of the story. And I know you've personally been through a lot of trials in life and a lot of, a lot of times where you're in the deep depths of hard things. And somebody listening right now is in the midst of whether it's grief or loss or betrayal or something, what type of advice or direction would you give to women going through an incredibly difficult season? Yeah. So I think that I think grounding yourself in affirming truths, not in affirmations, the way that the world says, don't stand in front of the mirror and say, you're enough, everything will be okay, you are beautiful. Like those things, your brain is gonna go, no, I'm not, no, I, no I'm not, have you seen this, have you seen this? And, but when you are grounded in affirming truths that are based on God's word, I love that song, um, I Am No Victim, do you know that song? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking I, about. Yeah, that song that he, he, she says again and again that I am who he says I am. He is who he says he is. I'm defined by all of his promises. That is honestly what, what sustained me. Yeah. You know, I was um, really betrayed by people in my business at the time, right after my husband had died. And I just was like, I was, I had never really had conflict with anyone and I had never really had anything bad happen. So it all happened all at once. And all that mattered was who God says that I was. And I think that that is, it's so important. And, and even if you don't know your scripture, you know, you can even go on Pinterest and look at, and, and look at different scriptures that people have plucked out already that, that you can read to yourself. Because I honestly think it's like an epidemic. I think that people have been so stuck in fear and so stuck on things that are uncomfortable that we're losing sight of, of all that we still have in him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One of the resources that I love so much 
is um, the Horatio printing seasons of soap and the volume one has certain topics. You don't have to go through them in order, but it's purpose, wisdom, transition, anxiety, and joy. And these Bible studies are so simple because it just has on the page a verse and it's just God's word. It's just God's word for as it is, for what it is. And then you go into your observation and your, let's soap stand for, action, application, and then ending in prayer. So it's just so simple. And at first it was so hard for me to sit with these truths because sometimes these truths are really hard when you're going through hard seasons. And I'm sure with, with grief and everything, you know, when somebody comes to you and says like, Oh, it's, it's a part of God's plan. That is so hard to wrap your head around when you're in pain, mm-hmm. you know, you're shaking your head. You're like, yeah, this is <laughs> striking a chord. And it's, it's so hard to just sit with that when it's coming from other people's advice or even other sermons. But when you're just sitting there in black and white with God's word and the stillness of your thoughts, and that can be scary sometimes too. I do think though, every time I've sat in that moment and just kind of blankly stared at the pages and let my heart and mind connect to God what comes through oftentimes is just like, that's exactly the truth. That is exactly the truth in the context of how I needed it in that moment. Right. Yeah. And that's self-care. Yes. That's, that, that's what will bring restoration and energy and you having the ability and capacity to care for the people. Cause it's not, I mean, I, I do things like get my hair done and get facials and work out on the regular. Like I have pockets of time that are for me, but those things don't sustain me the way that restoration and connecting my soul to the life source, our creator Mm -hmm. and his word and his truth. And um, somebody asked me the other day of like, what if one of my kids really grows up challenges and challenges my faith? And I'm like, well, my faith is so strong because I challenged God in many seasons of my life. There are many seasons where I was like, this makes no sense. Show me. This isn't going to work out. God, you got to show me because I don't know. And that's what grew my faith. So I hope that I continue to have those moments that challenge me, that stretch me, that my kids question things and question truth. Because guess what happens when we do question? I don't want to use the word test, but like question truth and we connect and say, God, show me, God, be with me. God, sit in this Mm -hmm. with me, get me out of this. And then it happens. You're just like, well, there is literally no other explanation because it wasn't my strength. It wasn't my resources. It wasn't like my perfect plan, right? It was truly divine, unexplainable. I love the book and my, my listeners knows I love the book, The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. And it's Mm. been multiple times in my life. I received it as a gift for the first time in 2014. And I saw God move in the most incredible ways 
in my life with the circle maker. And then when I was pregnant with my first, I went to my 20 week ultrasound and they were like, Oh, you have a, you have incontinent cervix, you're dilating. We've got to have a surgery. I was like, what? And then I was looking at the statistics of what happens to an unknown first pregnancy incompetent cervix situation and the medical odds were not good the surgeon odds were not good and so i i got my resources out from the circle maker and it's i seriously like my firstborn is the ultimate time where i laid everything onto god and i'm going through kind of a tough season and transition right now in life with um anxiousness about things, worrying about things, kind of leaving an old identity behind that I let define me for a long time. And so I busted out the circle maker again. And I'm just, I mean, I've already seen in so many ways where God's just placing the next right step. It's not this big, like you hurdled over a mountain. It was just like, the next right step was presented. And then when the next right step shows up, I'll, I'll follow that. And then you end up at this place of like, you went from, oh my God, this is crazy. How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to get through this? And then you enter into like, oh my God, like that in a, in the sense of like, oh my God, praise. This is amazing. You know, and you can only give the credit to where the credit came from. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll have to check out that book. Yeah. I, I relate to that when I met my husband because I was very, I was just not interested. I was horrified to date. I had three little kids and the, the, the story of when I met him was crazy because he, he just happened to be playing hockey by my house. Like the fact that we even met was miraculous. And it, it was just so crazy that the whole time that I think of being a single mom and being so devastated by, by that and overwhelmed and I just can't believe that God the whole time had this man for me. It's like just crazy that 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 was that that was what was ahead, and I just could not see it when I was in the in the midst of it. Yeah, yeah, it is so crazy. And faith is is putting that fear to the side and living with possibility and imagination and outside of the logic of how things like, how is this going to work out? How is this going to happen? How is this going to fall into place? Faith is being like, I, I trust that that's the path. I know it's going to work out, but I do know there are times where, you know, you're, you're grieving, you're grieving loss. You're sitting in a hospital bed thinking you're going to lose your firstborn. And somebody says to you, this is all in God's plan. And you're just like, I don't want that truth right now. Right. And I just want to give encouragement to women. Um, and for those of you ladies who like, when I say, I listen to your podcast, I listen to your podcast, <laughs> like that, that moment where you, you want a mentor or wisdom from somebody who's a few steps ahead. Cause yes, like your kids are a little older than me. So when you were giving some of the advice of like, I, when my kids were younger, I wish I would have, I was like, take note, Joelle, take note. <laughs> right. So I can live in that wisdom and, um, I'm so grateful that you found my podcast. You reached out to me because you've been just in the last like week of binge listening your episodes and kind of watching, getting, getting to know you through social media. I really do see how 
everything that you're doing from with oils to your story, your journey, your wisdom, your faith, and the the guests that you bring on to your podcast, you're doing incredible things for the collective community of women. Like you really, truly are. So I want to encourage you, you all listening to go check out Kari's Instagram and podcast. And so um, is there anything you want to share or talk about before we round out or direct them anywhere specifically? Well, just go to thewellteam.com and check out, check out the blog. Um, you can link to the podcast through there. You can request essential oil samples. You can catch some holistic health classes. But yeah, I would love, love to connect on the podcast because I love that we are forming this community together even when we podcast swap and when we can learn the brilliance that God intended for how our bodies work and how we are so holistic beings that when we come together, we can just really encourage each other and have good news for one another. So thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode today where I really did intentionally want Kari to talk about oils and how they can impact our households in the day to day and make the healthy talk, like get rid of the toxicity and minimize things as much as we can. And then I also wanted, I wanted this conversation to go to more than just us talking about oils, because when I think of Kari, I think of her and her stories, her experience, her faith, her wisdom, and, and all of that. And I love that if you are passionate about oils, as you start to use them and you see this as a business opportunity, reach out to Kari there. You just don't know where any road can lead. And I think it's a beautiful thing that God, God makes us women, like we are very diverse beings from what we do in our businesses to how we mentor when it comes to the business side of things, the product side of things, the podcast that you have, being a mom, remarried, having like, you've faced a lot of struggles and challenges in your life. And I know that you ladies listening are absolutely going to love her show. We only touched like surface level Kari on this episode because I just really wanted to introduce you guys to her because what she teaches and what she shares is so magnificent. It is just truly magnificent. So thank you, Kari. I will leave oh, thank all- you so much. You are so sweet. I will leave all the information for Kari from her podcast to her website. Um, when you're the, if any of you are interested in some of the classes that she is offering or business opportunity, we'll leave all of that information in linked up in the show notes. Thank you so much. Joelle. So good to talk to you. You too. Before you go, my friend, will you do me a huge favor? Will you leave the podcast a rating and review i would appreciate that so much and it helps the growth of this podcast more than you know all you have to do is click the in the app that you are listening to this on 
Click the show, scroll down, you'll see stars, tap that five stars, scroll down a little bit more and it'll say write a review. And writing a review means so much to me, helps me so, so much. I'm going to be doing giveaways exclusively for those of you who leave reviews on the podcast show. And if you can't do that, if you've already done that, you can do it again. But if you can't do that because you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, the next best thing you can do is take a screenshot, share it up in your stories, make sure that you tag me and the Feminine Fitness Podcast Instagram. Doing that would mean so much to me. It supports the podcast. It lets me know what episodes that you are liking and that you are liking the episodes that I am sharing. So it really means so much. Thank you for taking the time to do that. And I will talk to you next time.